Uh, we pick up at uh, the top of 28, uh, but really what, what uh, the sugya started a little bit before, uh, we, we quoted a, um, a case, uh, you know, what we had uh, a discussion <coughs> um, uh, that uh, throughout this whole time we've been saying, uh, Rav Nachman's opinion, um, that uh, uh, an, an animal that's got a mum uh, is like unallocated money. Uh, we, we'd said that that was the case, and uh, we and uh, we'd had a uh, thing yesterday. Rav Hamnuna uh, said that uh, you know, it, 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 talking about it, 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 that this animal, do we say that uh, it is considered unallocated or not? And Rav had a comment, and he had mentioned uh, uh, the, the word korbano. Uh, it says that uh, it mentions a few times you should bring his, his offering. Uh, his korban, and it says uh, that uh, we learned from there. Yesterday, we'd, we'd started this brighter. It's one long brighter. We are in the middle of it. So it says you should bring his offering, which means uh, he should bring his own offering, uh, but you can't uh, um, use your father's offering. If your father uh, needed to bring a, a specific offering, and then your father died, uh, you can't uh, take uh, his, his offering for example, if it's a khatat and bring it, obviously that khatat has to go ahead and die. Okay, and you might think um, that was only in a case where your father uh, did something chamur and you did something kal. Uh, for example, we said that one was, uh, according to, um, I think it's the Rosh, that says that you did something uh, more sinful, like um, and, and, and your father Justin did something karet. Uh, look, there's all uh, different uh, ideas, uh, you know, exactly what that means. We're not going to go into it. Uh, you did something um, stringent and, and you did lenient, or vice versa. He did something uh, very strict and you did something lenient. You might think that's uh, quite clear. Uh, what about the case uh, if it was uh, you both did something on the same level? Minakala. Uh, uh, you know that, that you might think that uh, you might think that you could separate it if you did it. Uh, we, we said from uh, a color to a color, uh, or chamura uh, ala chamura, both the same level of sin. Uh, therefore, we use the word korban. It means it has to be your korban for your own sin. Uh, then what we said was, uh, you know, even if it's the same level sin, and then we carried on. Second part of the brighter said, you might think uh, that you can't uh, offer up your father's offering um, uh, for, because if it's an animal, right? Because you know the animals can't be transferred uh, once it's designated to one person, uh, then it stays uh, to to one person uh, because you can't. Uh, the same way, as, and there's a connection to what we uh, also have been discussing in terms of you can't use your father's offerings if, but even though both of you were a nazir, all right, and and therefore you can't just inherit his animal. Now it becomes uh, a nazir designated korban, and now you can use it. That doesn't work. Uh, however, uh, you might think that uh, the money, uh, the, the 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 case works. You could do such a thing with money. Uh, and if your, ma- your father had separated uh, money from a uh, sin offering, it, especially if it's the same level uh, type of sin offering, your father set aside money, so this is for a sin offering, and, uh, and then he dies, you might think uh, that you could inherit that money and then you could use it for your own sin offering. Uh, therefore, or, and uh, because uh, we see, and, and this we haven't seen uh, in the 
um, Gomorrah just yet, uh, but uh, we, we've, you know, now we just mentioned it, it will come up properly later, uh, because it says a person can, uh, if, if his father set aside money for uh, offerings uh, for a Nazir, uh, a person can, uh, as we said, shave uh, on them, buy the offerings with the, with the, with the money uh, that the father uh, said he was going to use. All right, so uh, especially, as it says, when they are unallocated, uh, he set aside money, he says there's going to be uh, for my korban, uh, the, my, my, for Nazirut, uh, we had that discussion a few days ago, I think two days ago, where we said exactly what is, uh, you know, how, how do you exactly designate the coins? We had a machloket uh, of that. You know, we're not going to go into that now. Uh, therefore, what we're saying is, uh, even in this situation, you might think uh, normal money works, and therefore it says korbano again. Uh, there's another time it says korbano, which means korbano who yotzev and yotzev korban aviv. He fulfills his own obligation, but he doesn't uh, with with his with that money and not his father's. Okay, the writer continues as we said the top of 28. You might think you don't fulfill your obligation uh, with your uh, with, with the father with the money that your father separated. Uh, you might think that uh, in, in in the situation. Um, uh, that uh, you don't uh, fill your money from the mother your father set aside, uh, you know, even for, for even for a, a minor sin, uh, and in, and the son needs it for a minor sin, or the father uh, set it aside for a major sin, and the, and the son also uh, did uh, a major sin. Uh, okay, uh, so so you know we we've worked that out. We've said that that doesn't work. The money can't get transferred. Okay, you you said okay that that that's fine. Uh, but what about the following? Avayotzebukoban. What happens if you set aside a korban for yourself, right? Uh, you are liable uh, for two, uh, for one sin, uh, for example, eating blood. Uh, so you went ahead and ate blood. So you set aside a khatat offering, a sin offering. Minakala ala kumura. All right, so now... Um, um, uh, so, so I don't know in this case uh, a minor sin uh, and then I don't know exactly I, I don't quite know um, how it would how it would be uh, yeah so so you ate you ate uh, uh, blood which is a carrot bearing sin okay which which might be considered minor uh, relative to breaking Shabbat uh, which would be a major one uh, and uh, a more um, <clears throat> right so or else uh, what you what you did you could you could uh, uh, bring money um, uh, you could atone for a, for a, a major one uh, you know for a minor and a minor for a major you might think that that would be the case uh, and, and use the khatat did you already set aside uh, for another sin you know even though it's a different level uh, sin tamud lomar korbano uh, then uh, korban again. So we've had it uh, three times. All it's all quoting the word korbano. One is from uh, verse 23 of chapter four of Vayikra. Uh, one is verse. Uh, this this one was verse 28, and the one before was verse 32. Uh, so we're just quoting different types. This is korbano. Okay, Tamud Lomar korbano al chatato. Uh, when it says he has to bring a korban for his sin, ad korbano l'shum chato. Really, so once you've designated a chatat, uh, for example, uh, a sin offering for a specific sin, you have to bring it for that specific sin. Uh, you can't go along, even though you might have to bring a chatat for another sin. Uh, you can't go and bring it for that. So now, yecho lo yeh shefrish la'atmo mina. Uh, uh, 
kala ala kala u mina khamura ala khamura afilu mina kala ala khamura u mina khamura ala kala she might have thought um that uh, you know the reason that that uh, you don't um, uh, because the animal you separated uh, set aside you know even for a, a minor to a minor or major to a major even when a minor to a major um, uh, or a, a, a major to a minor you know all of those cases it doesn't work um, that uh, you, you and and what are we talking about here shukain im hifrish behemato ala 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 dam right and and here we have the case that I was uh, mentioning as well. Uh, that you, uh, uh, you 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 thought you set aside an animal for uh, because you ate chaylev, uh, which is forbidden fat, and then uh, you bring it. Uh, you want to bring it for for eating blood, okay? Aladam vavi alachaylev or blood to fat, etc. They're both the same level. They're both uh, carrot. Uh, you might think. Um, uh, even though uh, you have not. Um, uh, um, <clears throat> uh, in that case, you, you haven't done mila, okay, because animal uh, can't lose its holy status because it still remains a khatat. Mila is where you misuse uh, the sacred property. You come and you uh, say that this sacred property is, uh, is, is now being used for khulin. Here, you didn't do that. Uh, here, the animal was a khatat, and you're still treating it with the holiness of a khatat, uh, just that you're trying to use it uh, for a different uh, uh, um, atonement. So Therefore, uh, on the one hand, you haven't done mila, okay, uh, because you've still maintained it in its holy state. However, v'lokipayr, you still haven't achieved atonement because you're trying to use it for a different sin. Okay, so that that, that, that just keeps animal uh, at least at a status quo. Aval. Uh, um, so that's that's the animal, and uh, and and that's how we treat the animal. Aval, you'd say v'mot shefrish la'atzmo min akala la'kala u'min achamura la'chamura. So you might think though that uh, once instead of just a physical animal, uh, you just have money, and you might think that uh, the money uh, that you you separated uh, from one to the other, uh, from an animal, uh, from, even from a latin to a latin and a heavy sin to a heavy sin, etc. Min achamura la'kala min akala la'chamura. Uh, you know, even if you try go down uh, or up uh, from a, a light sin to a heavy sin, a li- heavy sin to a light sin, whatever you decide to do, you might think um, uh, it would uh, work. Shikain, uh, why? Shikain, refresh, lots more. Because if you separate it for yourself, ma'ot minach chaylev ve'avi aladam aladam ve'avi alachaylev sharei mal v'kipar. Because you might think that that because money in this sense uh, is is actually more stringent uh, because what you've done is you've actually, um, uh, if you would take money and swap it uh, and use it, uh, set aside money for a specific khatat, uh, for eating uh, blood, and then you would use that money um, uh, and uh, for, for something else, uh, th- that is actually defined as me'ila, okay, because you haven't used it for its intended purposes. All right, so that's quite interesting that that money in this uh, in this sense uh, is is talking uh, is is, uh, is is more stringent than the actual animal itself because the animal uh, you're just saying okay well I'm using this katat for this but you haven't like changed it and you haven't designated because here uh, with regard to the money uh, it actually says listen I designated this money for uh, the katat of blood and now you go and you use it for katat of 
of chalev. Uh, that's misuse of, of the money. Uh, it's not what it was supposed to be done for. And, and therefore, it's almost, it's in, in, a, in a strange way, it's stricter than the animal. Okay, also, uh, by the way, um, you might think, so, so at least uh, once you've done me'ila, you might think, well, once I've done me'ila, at least uh, I've actually um, atoned for the sin uh, because I've you know, misused the money, but at least I bought what I bought and then uh, the money is now being used for a new thing and therefore I can actually achieve atonement. So, you know, it, it, you, um, uh, on the one hand, you... Uh, um, uh, lose uh, by the fact that you've uh, done Mila, but on the other hand, you win because you've actually uh, done, uh, you've actually uh, achieved atonement uh, with that. You might think uh, that that is the case. Uh, therefore, Tamud Lomar Al Khatato, another uh, time, this is verse 35 of, uh, of, of uh, Vayikra chapter 4, uh, Korbano, uh, which means Al Shitiyah Korbano L'Shem Khato. Really, that it's got to be your sin uh, and and, uh, and even though it's your sin and, and uh, nothing, no one else's, right? And i.e. it's got to be for that specific uh, sin. All right, so after uh, this whole long brata uh, that, that, that we've had, katani uh, miat, in any case, bahema, my law, afilu ba'alat mum, surely here, uh, when we said, you set aside a bahema, right at the beginning uh, that we discussed it, you set aside an animal, uh, surely uh, that is even a blemished animal, uh, and, uh, and, that, and, and the fact is that it doesn't say uh, this animal was um, uh, non-blemished or blemished, etc. It doesn't make a distinction uh, between uh, the two. Uh, it obviously Im- implies and shows, uh, again, that the, the status of uh, a blemished animal is if it's actually been specified, uh, which is against what Rav Nachman said, uh, which is, says that it's, it's like unallocated. We're saying here it is like allocated. And the Gemara answers, as it did with a lot of the previous ones, law, uh, Tamima, no, the animal itself is actually considered allocated in this uh, sense uh, because it's actually um being used. So now, so, so the Gemara says, Aval, Baalat Mum, my. So, what in the situation of a, uh, it, it was an unblemished animal, uh, so therefore that's why it's specified. But maybe an unblemished animal, um, you know, we haven't, we haven't got a solution with that. So that's what the Gemara asks, Aval, Baalat Mum, my. You know, what's the halakha here of a Baalat Mum if it's got a blemish on it? Kabayma, Damia, is it really considered like? Uh, an unallocated animal, would that really be? My era, Dikatani. So then, why? Dafka, did we teach Iria Dikatani? Maut, Shefrish. You know, why do we specifically say money uh, with, a, with, a, with a, I mean, it's it, it, talk about money that your father separated, Shefrish uh, Aviv, that your father separated. Litni, Baalat Mum. So why don't we just say uh, that your father separated uh, an, a blemished animal? Okay, and, uh, and, and that would have been very clear uh, that you could, you, in, in the situation, you might think uh, that that blemished animal that he set aside, uh, it, it, uh, you could use that, and that would explain that a, a blemished animal is like, um, you know, it, it's an unallocated, uh, it's like unallocated funds, uh, as we saw. And Hakinami, uh, no, actually, that is really what the Gemara is saying. Dilma Khazia Ladame, Dame Mouth, and therefore, what are we talking about? The uh, this, this uh, blemished animal that you set aside, is only good. You can't sacrifice a blemished animal, so it must be only good uh, for uh, uh, its, its monetary value. And then, therefore, uh, 
dame hainu maut. Therefore, its monetary value uh, is like uh, money itself. So actually, uh, this brata doesn't go against uh, what Rav Nachman said that a blemished animal uh, is the same as unallocated funds. So there's no proof really against them. Okay. Um, so after that uh, long, I think it was a, like a five uh, daf uh, digression almost about you know going very much into uh, the, the minutia of uh, Korbanot itself and uh, dealing, yeah, still dealing a bit with Nizirut, uh, but not, not that much. Now we move uh, back on to Nizirut, but we also uh, still haven't really finished uh, that, uh, the, the Korbanot because we're going to go right back uh, into Korbanot uh, in, 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 a, in a bit. But now uh, let's go as follows. Um, uh, so, so now, um, so Nizrak alea echad min damim. Right, we said before uh, that the husband can nullify the wife's vows, uh, and the question is, um, until when uh, can he nullify the vow? So now the woman's gone through uh, the the whole process of uh, of uh, being a nazir, and, and now it's come to the last uh, stage of being a nazir, and what happens is. Um, uh, he nullified. Uh, he decides to nullify his wife's vow, and now we get the latest stage, uh, which he can nullify the wife's vow. Obviously, it's got to be uh, uh, the day that he hears about it. But now she's already 30 days into it, and what has actually happened uh, is that she is um, uh, he nullified it after she'd finished her whole term, and she actually brought her offerings to the temple. So, you know, not quite sure why the husband uh, would would see the need uh, to nullify his wife's vow now. Uh, and, and, and so, so actually, um, we're going to see. We're going to we, the, the Gemara is going to. You might think, uh, why is the husband seeing fit to nullify the wife's vow now? Just you know, carry on uh, and 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 do it. So, uh, but but maybe we're going to see the underlying reason why he would. Okay, uh, in a second. So now, um, I'm, uh, so it, what happens is uh, if uh, the offering has already been uh, uh, shechted, all right, it's already been killed and uh, it's already been sprinkled on the altar. Any Affair, uh, he is not able to nullify the vow. That is the Tanakama's uh, view over there. It's too late. Uh, the process has started. She has to continue, and uh, and that's it. Rabbi Akiva, Omer. Rabbi Akiva says, "Afilu and Shemishkata Aleh Echat Mikola Bahemot Eniachol Lafer." Rabbi Akiva is more stringent uh, than the Tanakama, uh, and he says, "Listen." Um, even though uh, if any of the animals has just been shechted, okay, the, the Tanakama takes it at a later stage. He says once the blood has been sprinkled, because there are four different um, uh, procedures that you have to do. Uh, the first one is you have to shech the animal. Uh, then you have to catch the blood, that's called Kabbalah. Uh, then you have to walk with the blood, that's called Holacha. And then you have to do the Zrika of the blood, that's sprinkling the blood on the altar. Those are the four um, types of services that you have to do with uh, every animal uh, korban. Right, so now, uh, in this situation, the Tanakama says, listen, as once the blood has been sprinkled, you can't continue. That is the final service uh, that you have to do, and, and therefore, well, it's too late then. Rabbi Akiva moves it earlier, uh, even before uh, that time. He says, even if the animals have just started, uh, even just one of the animals has been shechted uh, um, uh, and, uh, and, and slaughtered uh, back there, uh, then, then it's too late uh, to do it. All right. When do we say uh, such a thing? It says b'tiklachat haTorah. That's only in the case of uh, of her um, uh, being, and she was pure uh, throughout, uh, and and that's it. She's completed her term uh, without becoming impure. Aval tiklachat. 
tuma. One, she. What happens if she became uh, um, impure uh, to a dead person? Uh, uh, then he can uh, nullify. Everyone agrees uh, that he can nullify it. Um, as well, uh, it, you know, at any time, uh, when, you know, before she restarts it again, the husband can nullify it. Why? She a call lamar because the husband can say, if she visha minuvelit, I don't want to have a, 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 a wife that is minuvelit. She doesn't look nice. Okay, uh, she doesn't drink wine, uh, etc. If she starts her whole uh, time of being a nazi anew. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, well, there's another reason. Uh, no, that uh, you know, even even in such a situation, even a uh, a, a pure uh, woman who would uh, carry on, uh, and even though it's right at the end of the process, he says, I don't want to um, uh, shaving. He says, Yafar uh, is allowed to do it. She, she who Yacholama, he can say, if she. Um, I don't want uh, I don't want a bald wife uh, because what happens is you have to shave off all of your hair and a wife's going to be bald as well I don't want a wife that is bald and therefore he says he can stop the whole thing there uh, so the Gemara picks up Madnitin Tulok Rabbi Amishnah, who says that a husband can't nullify his wife's uh, being a Nazi after the blood of her, that uh, of a korban has been sprinkled. Uh, it's not like Rabbi Eliezer. Eid Rabbi because if it is Rabbi Eliezer, really he says uh, that shaving is the is the important thing at the end of a uh, the uh, Nazi's term. Okay, he can't drink wine and become tamelamatum until he actually shaved. And in this instance, Kavandalo Gircha. Since she hasn't shaved Asira, uh, that is, she is uh, still Asir uh, over there, and therefore, as a result uh, of of that, because she's still Asir, and uh, the the uh, the laws of Anazi would apply to her, um, Asira Bechamra. She is forbidden for one. Uh, and therefore, because uh, there is this nivel. Now, normally, when we, we talk about nivel, and we said in the Mishnah, uh, this, it, it makes her uh, kind of disgusting, but also has uh, the understanding of uh, it makes her upset if she uh, abstains from wine. Uh, she's anxious, she's, uh, she's, she's worried, she's upset. Uh, does not make her, puts her in a good mood. If she has a cup of wine now, she's not uh, in a good mood at all. Uh, so, therefore, that, that is also defined as nivel. Uh, and, and as a result, there's a question uh, because a husband can nullify a wife between himself and his wife uh, for two things, as we remember from Nadarim. Uh, one is because the fact that uh, it, it causes a, a problem between the relationship uh, between him and her. Uh, that was the one thing, and uh, it would upset uh, because she's in such a bad mood. It would upset the relationship between him and her. Also, uh, it, the other uh, uh, thing as well, it, it causes. Um, the other uh, thing, because it's it, it, a term of you know, type of affliction uh, to her, and the husband can nullify uh, that as well. So this this could fit in both of those categories. Matzah uh, mefar, and therefore the husband is entitled uh, because there is this nivel. Matzah mefar is allowed to do it. Vaik uh, pligi, and 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 we're talking about uh, the following um, uh, arguments over there. Tana and and there's some discussion whether we keep those words in, um, and uh, and. Uh, Anyway, Tana didan sava. What does our Tana hold? Kavan, there is the rik ala dam. Once the blood has been sprinkled, then la alta shari bechamra that allows her to drink wine immediately, and therefore the high late lay nivel, and therefore she's no longer upset. 
uh, with everything and therefore the husband's got no right uh, to uh, uh, nullify her nazirship at that time uh, because the vow is no longer affecting him. Right, uh, according to both those opinions that we had earlier, either it's not an affliction anymore for her uh, or else uh, it won't affect their intimate relationship. Rabbi Kiva Savar, no, I feel Ishta uh, no, even though the animal, uh, even at that earlier point in time, even though the animal was shechted, uh, once it's been done, Mishum, Hefsed, Kochim. Because uh, what's going to happen, once you shechted, it, uh, the Korban will go to waste. Uh, and uh, you're not allowed to, to just let the Korban go to waste. Uh, in that sense. Matkivla um, Rabbi Zaira uh, argues with Rabbi Akiva about that. Uh, why would there be a loss to the um, uh, the, the sanctuary uh, if you would uh, let that happen? Okay, or what Lizrok, Taman, Shalolishman. What you could do in this situation uh, is still sacrifice the animal, uh, but you could do it Shalolishman. Uh, uh, what does that mean? Uh, that means you sacrifice a, a khatat, uh, for example, um, or let, let's use uh, an olah. Uh, you sacrifice an Allah, not for the sake of an Allah, for the sake of a different type of animal. Uh, in that situation, uh, the first uh, Mishnah in Zvachim uh, discusses that. It says, uh, for everything except the Khatat and a Pesach offering, uh, the, this would, uh, this would, the, the, I think the Pesach offering is subject to dispute there, but definitely a Khatat uh, would um, be uh, uh, um, uh, not allowed, but all other animals uh, would be allowed, even though they're not for that, uh, the sake of their uh, uh, the, the, that, that specific offering. Um, uh, what happens is, in that situation, as the, the Gemara is going to explain now, you uh, continue with the offering, and uh, you don't, uh, it continues, but it doesn't fulfill the owner's obligation. So that's exactly uh, what Rabbi Zaira uh, says, you throw the blood not for the, the sake of that um, uh, the Nazir, uh, and the, the, the meat will be allowed uh, to be eaten. Uh, because of the fact that it's, uh, you know, it, it doesn't fill the guy's obligation and there is no obligation in this uh, situation uh, you're not going to lose uh, you're not going to lose it um, the vows already nullified but you're not going to uh, lose the korban uh, and it says me lo tanya and we haven't we learned in rata kivsatzeret and we give another example of the kivsatzeret uh, these are the only common or shlamim it's a pair of goats uh, a pair of um, of, of sheep uh, that, that come with uh, the, the on, on shavuot uh, with the two loaves of bread they are waved together with the bread and then shechted and eaten uh, after that so kivsatzeret shechatan shalorishman if you shechted these um, uh, sheep uh, for that the, the, these uh, two sheep um, on, uh, on on Shavuot if you shechted them uh, for the sake of another another offering uh, or shechatan lifnei zmanan or you shechted them uh, before their time on erev uh, the Chag of erev Shavuot uh, or lachazman uh, or if you shechted them after uh, the time so what happens the hadamans hadamans arek vabasayachal the blood you can continue uh, with the service and uh, the the blood gets sprinkled uh, the meat still gets eaten so. You have not lost. So that's what Rabbi Zaira's objection is. He says, listen, why if you shake them, not not for the sake of the um, offering, then uh, it would work. And uh, so therefore there's no hefsed kochim over here. You're worried about the offering being lost. There's a way that you could do it, uh, that the offering won't be lost. You could still carry on, uh, sprinkle the blood and eat the meat. Uh, but going back 
uh, to the, uh, um, the case of, uh, of, of the shtay, um, uh, the, the, the two uh, kvasim, uh, the kivsa tirit, uh, going back to the case, if it was Shabbat, uh, it says law, you're not allowed to sprinkle uh, the blood because you can't eat the meat on that day. Um, sprinkling that blood, it could be mukta, uh, it, it, you know, because it's, it's uh, not something uh, that's needed uh, for Shabbat, so it becomes mukta. Uh, you know, that, that could be uh, one of the reasons why it wouldn't be allowed. All right, Vim Zarak. And if you did uh, sprinkle the blood, even though it, uh, it probably is muksa, anyway, the offering is still good. Uh, you have to wait until the evening to burn uh, the extra the, 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 the amarin, uh, the parts that get burnt up. You have to wait uh, until the evening for that. So, uh, really, what we see is here is that still we, we still managed, you know, even. Uh, you sprinkle the blood uh, uh, so that the, 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 the meat could be eaten later. So we see uh, that this is a good workaround. So why, uh, says Rabbi Zaira, why do you suggest that, Rabbi Akiva? Uh, Amri, uh, the rabbi said, If you're only talking about the Ola and the Shlamim that you offered, uh, then, you're right, uh, that would be a good solution. That's good. Ella, Hava, Hachabaskin, and what are we talking about over here? Go on. You shechted the chatat first, and uh, as as we mentioned, the first Mishnah in Zvachim uh, specifically says, if you shechted the chatat uh, not for its own sake, uh, then uh, it, isn't, uh, it doesn't work, and you don't continue with the sacrifice, uh, and uh, you do have to uh, destroy everything. So this would lead to a ibud in kochim hefsed kochim. This would lead to the kochim being destroyed, and that was Rabbi Akiva's problem. Uh, and uh, and and uh, and Rabbi Zaira's objection has been nullified. Kedidnan, uh, as we um, as we learned, im gelach alechad mishloshdan yatsa, and there's a Mishnah coming up later. Uh, you could shecht any of them first. Generally, what we say is uh, they have to be done in a um, uh, in a specific order, and uh, and what you mean to do is sacrifice all your sacrifices, um, and uh, and and then uh, only afterwards uh, you'd be allowed to shave. But yeah, uh, even if you just um, uh, sacrifice one of them, and in this specific case, you sacrifice the katat offering. Uh, you would be allowed to shave thereafter. Okay, uh, and we say b'mad of Ramam Rim. The Mishnah said, in what, when do we say that a husband can't nullify his wife's vow? Uh, it says b'tzlachat uh, tzara. That was when uh, it, that she was uh, pure. Aval b'tzlachat tuma yafer mipnei shi'ochonama if she be'isha menuvelit. With regard to shaving an impure wife, uh, then everyone would agree. Uh, that he that he can object. Uh, I mean that he can nullify it because he is entitled to object to a wife now that is going to be um, uh, a nazira for at least another thirty days because uh, this is that. And Rabbi Meir is a filu nitzelachatara. In this situation, he could even object. Um, uh, to her uh, from a purity, you know, even though she was pure, uh, it says Yafer, he can nullify it. Why? I mean, he is able to say, I don't want a wife who doesn't look nice. And, uh, and that's it. So now, Tanakama Amalach, Tanakama would say to you, Ifshar, Bepay Nukrit, I don't want a bald wife. And uh, the Tanakama says, listen, uh, what could happen is that you could wear a Pay Nukrit, literally. Um, 
hair of another person. I she could wear a shaitel, and therefore you're not going to be uh, disgusted by Rabbi Maus have a pad nofritz adi dzuma lo nichalai. No, uh, Rabbi Maus says, listen, if she wears a wig, sometimes it gets dirty, sometimes it gets sweaty, or whatever the case is. He says he doesn't like that, uh, and therefore he's entitled to nullify. Uh, her vow. All right, and this uh, is you know, one of the two Daphim Shas that does talk about a uh, shaitel, etc., and therefore there's a whole lot of discussion uh, about this uh, in the post game, uh, exactly you know, what, what it is, uh, and, uh, and, and, and that's it. All right, so, um, uh, and uh, you know, especially uh, the background in the Quran here says, listen, especially at the times of Gomorrah, uh, because uh, it was, uh, you only add a little bit of uh, other hair to it, uh, it was their own hair, and then you, you uh, it wasn't professionally uh, done uh, and, uh, and, and, and therefore uh, people would really wouldn't wash uh, the, the, the shaitel very well because it would just fall apart uh, and therefore that's why uh, it says it would become dirty and Rabbi Meir uh, didn't like it as well. Alright so, uh, uh, so that is that. Alright um, we uh, you know let's uh, I would think uh, let's leave the Mishnah for tomorrow. Uh, we'll pick up with, with it tomorrow uh, and in the meantime everyone should have a great day.